What is up, our people, and welcome back to another episode of the Fang Podcast. I am Rebecca, your co-host, and to my left, we have the beautiful Mukramat. The one and only. Any other is a counterfeit, okay? Mm-hmm. And yeah, welcome to our episode. If you don't know, Fang stands for First American Nigerian Generation, and if you're listening, you probably hear how I'm sounding. Um, I'm not sick. My throat is just not happy with me right now. She was singing too much at the singing party. Singing too much. Girl, we have fun at that party. Yeah. It was um, a good party. It, it started off. Party. Not that it started off bad. We just got there on time just for it to not have started yet. All of us to think we was doing African time and then they played us and they it was like, like, no, I'm we started at nine. Time, right? Uh, but yeah, no, that party was a good time. Singing is plenty. Yeah, me try by yeah at the top of my lungs. I was yeah, like, you was definitely screaming. And that was my first time hearing that song at a party since it came out. I was like, oh shit, y'all fuck with this song too, me too. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Because everybody was on last last, last ass for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for today's episode, we're gonna start off a little personal. Um, I have experienced some. How do I want to word this? How do I want to start it off? I'm not sure, but say like I wouldn't is. say it's personal because I've shared this on my YouTube channel. Like I've made videos about this. You did. <clears throat> I've made TikToks about it. Like I've talked about it all the time, but I have had plastic surgery. Um, I had a breast reduction. And the reason for me getting my breast reduction is because I just, I never felt like I could be myself 100%. And when I say that, I mean like being able to express myself and wear what I want to wear without feeling like, oh my God, people are looking at me. Oh my God, there's men staring at me. Like I would walk down the street, even in my uniform. And I went to Catholic school. (laughs) I went to Catholic Catholic school. I had on a green polo shirt, thick ass green polo shirt with some navy long ass slacks and there would still be men catcalling me because my breasts were just so big and it just it always made me feel weird and even after I got my my breast reduction I started noticing other people's breasts and how some people okay you might be a little small might be a little bit bigger I don't know I wasn't noticing it before but now I like look and I was like okay like it's just a a thought that crosses my head and sometimes I wonder if I regretted my breast reduction really Regret? But listen to this. Every time I get that thought, that question in my mind, I'm like, no, Rebecca, you don't regret it. Because the way I felt before the surgery and the way I feel now, I feel as though I am 100%. I'm allowed to be myself now. I'm allowed to do things that I want to do. Even when it comes to dancing at parties or just being out in public. When I tell you, I would be so stiff and that'll be just from fear of movement and my breasts moving too much you know, and the attention on me, I never liked that. Yeah, you definitely, honestly, I can say for myself seeing you with, you know, having the big melons to having the grapefruits now, (laughs) 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 that it really, like, even how you act outside has definitely changed. You're a lot more active. You're actually, you're just a lot more sexier too. Yes, girl, because mm-hmm. clothes fit me the way it looks right. It doesn't yeah. look unproportioned. I before you never used to wear a crop top. Now you wear a crop top before I do. I wouldn't wear crop, to crop tops. I wouldn't really wear dresses. I wouldn't. I mean, I would wear something like this, but you, it'll be longer sleeve. Right. It wouldn't really be. I wouldn't wear what I want to wear. And 
I do not regret my surgery. If anyone is thinking about getting a breast reduction, I highly recommend you look into it and just do your own research. Don't just listen to what other people say. Don't listen, oh, why would you get surgery? You should love yourself the way you are. You know who you are and you know when you're unhappy with something. Especially you knew it was holding you back. Exactly. And And you you were in pain too. I was in a lot of pain. You know what's crazy? I didn't have back pain, which a lot of... Well, I did have back pain, but it wasn't as severe as most people experience. I mostly just had pain in my shoulders. Right. And it used to leave like that crazy line. Because that's how I knew like, damn, them shits is heavy. Yeah, so heavy, my shoulders would be red and you could see the mark of my Mm -hmm. bra strap. Like, that wasn't cute. Like, it wasn't cute at all. Girl, bras is not cute. You. If you can let the titties free, let them out. Let them free, let them <laughs> Let them out, let them out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've had plastic surgery. I wouldn't really go out and be like, I have plastic surgery. I have plastic surgery because what, is most it considered people, plastic surgery? It is because it's a cosmetic surgery. Oh, okay. Technically, it's not medically necessary. Like, you know, if someone needs a heart transplant or if someone needs to get their appendix removed, oh. it's not life-threatening. It's a cosmetic surgery. Okay. But I had medical reasoning. <clears throat> Are you trying to really sell it to your insurance? Do you yeah, know? I had medical reasoning behind why I needed to get this procedure. My doctors, you know, they backed me up and everything. So I had a lot of support and I was able to, you know, get it approved. I didn't have to pay anything. Um, yeah, I was lucky. I was blessed. This happened two years ago during COVID, during the whole pandemic uh, in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Damn, July it, felt longer than, it felt longer than that. Yeah, July 1st, 2020 is when I had my surgery. How was the recovery? I remember when I woke up, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say my pain was a 6. And I had already noticed they gave me a morphine drip because I could tell the IV was there. I'm like, why am I still in pain? That's the first thing I woke up. I'm like, why am I still in pain? So I called the nurse. I'm like, I'm still in pain. She was like, are you sure you're on morphine? I'm like, yeah, it's like a 6. I'm in pain. <laughs> Uh, oh my god jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh so ladylike i know right um but yeah my pain was a six <laughs> right <laughs> my pain was a six and then i told her like i need more meds like i'm in pain right now and so she gave me oxy and then my pain went down to a two mm. and so the oxy would do it mm-hmm um, they only just had to make sure that I could use the bathroom on my own and that I could walk, you know, mm-hmm. a certain amount of distance by myself. Same day I was discharged. When I was going to the car, I literally passed out, like damn near passed out trying to get in the car because you can't eat midnight before your surgery. Yeah, you can't. So my last meal was 1030 the night before and I didn't eat nothing. I got out the hospital like maybe two, three o'clock. My surgery was at 10. Wow. I was yeah. hungry. My mom. Also, oh, you, you 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 go you went home the same day. Same day. Oh, my surgery was supposed to be at nine, but it started at ten. And then when I was going home, like I said before, when I had passed out in the car, my mom had sugar packets in the car, so she had to put sugar on my tongue. <laughs> that woke me up because who just puts like imagine just eating sugar like Yo, that don't taste right. It does not. taste But you right. have to give you have to give it up for the moms. They always have the the remedy for every cure. Always in clutch. <laughs> who would have ever oh. known? I would have never thought to um you know pour sugar down your throat because mm-hmm, she was like low sugar. You know that could be the reason. Right. At least it'll. Wake me up. And it did. Now I'm happy we have n- nurses for moms. No, for <laughs> real. And on the way home, I got chicken, ate that in the car. And then I went home and slept all day. 
Nah, surgery is, is not is not for the weak though. Cause I like it's I had surgery, but it wasn't cosmetic. It was medical reasons, and that anesthesia, anesthesia or whatever you call it, that shit really knock you. I, I mean, like I hate the fact that I woke up and I'm like, what just happened? All you know is like you wake up and you pain, but mm -hmm. it's literally blank. I'm like, that's a strong ass drug. It's no joke. I would like I don't recommend surgery for anybody, but like. If you really need it, then you you need you need a tissue. You're you're crying. I don't know. That's a really, really touching topic. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's a real touching topic. Or are okay. you just being dramatic? No. You that ass? It's no, I'm being dramatic. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say surgery is dead as a topic. <laughs> thank oh, thank you. you, Yomi. Yeah, it's 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 a very serious topic. Honestly, I thought I was gonna die. I was I'm like, oh my god, my neck is gonna fall off. <laughs> Not because I had surgery on my neck. You know, literally, that was my thought. I mean, imagine I'm waking up, I'm like, I'm not turning my head. I'm moving my whole body instead of turning my neck. I'm scared. But you honestly, you have to do what you have to do. Sometimes you just need the knife. Exactly. And if that's what's going to make you happy, do it. Don't listen to what other people say. Because right. a lot of people are against plastic surgery. It's not your body, though. I never understood that. Like, if it's not your body, why are you worried? Exactly. Why are you worried about it? Like, I, did someone told me one day, like, if you don't like it, fix it. If you're not gonna fix it, learn to love it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh. Damn. I don't, where <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. Excuse me. Oh my god. I'm cutting all that shit out. They no, you're not. not. We burp. No, you're not. I'm probably gonna burp like at least seven more times throughout <laughs> this episode. No, because if I, I don't think they want to hear that. Because I was talking, so maybe you can't. <clears throat> maybe you gotta add a, a different sound. Maybe birds. Birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, because birds is do do do. This episode is gonna get me creative with my editing skills. You've been doing really good. You know, they've been shouting you out, telling me like you're doing a great job with the editing. So, if you see the work that is on the screen, it's all her. Okay, it's all her. The editing extraordinaire. Now let me stop. No, you do a good job. So I say definitely, you don't got to be humble. You Thank don't need you, to be. Thank you, babes. Yes, but since we're on the topic of, you know, plastic surgery, surgery, there's always been this crazy sexualization of women, specifically black women. Black women. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, like, really discuss that today. Like, I know you've been sexualized um, with what you said about your experience with your breasts. Mm -hmm. For me, it was both. You know, she got front, she got back. <laughs> What's that song go? She has front, she has yansh. She get yansh. No, she get yansh. She get breasts. Breast. She get sets. You know, self-right. No, Sonicum, normally, you be white material. Normally, you be white material. Normally, you be full option. Normally, you be full option. Honestly, yeah. Always been full option for me. But honestly... Um, you have been very blessed and highly favored. I am, and I appreciate it. All, all God need to do is now come down and just take the, the core, man. <laughs> just take all of this for me. Like, as soon as this is going, I would feel even, like, I already feel like a like I'm cute and everything. You'd but be, like, I'll fully feel, activated. Like, you can't talk to me. Like, what made you think you could talk to me? <laughs> like, it's going to be a whole nother attitude. Um, but I feel like black women, we are, maybe not just, period, black women, mm -hmm. we're sexualized before we even know really what sexualizing is. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like being young, just having men like come after us. Cat call. 
fuck catcalling. We're talking about molesting. Like mm. you're literally sexualizing young girls. Like honestly, we know what happens to other the other gender as well. But we're we're we're, we're staying on the about. black women, mm-hmm. okay? And I went through some shit being younger, and it's like you're like, what the fuck just happened? But you can't really explain it because you don't even understand what's happening in the moment. Because it's no. like all you know is this is dumb. this is your body. Yeah, you might have curves, but you don't think nothing of it. Yeah, you no. might be busty, but you, you're not going to think anything of it. Girl, you don't ever have to have breasts. You until, don't ever have to have ass. They're sexualizing you some, before it happens. Some random guy on the street. Hey, or sexy, come here. You, know? what you, what, you looking good. Come here over there in a the pink dress. Hey, your blue dress, come over here. And uh-huh. it's so disgusting. It, make, it makes people very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. <sighs> but, it's, but it's crazy how they will also like kind of like flip the tables on us and tell us, you know, you want it because of how you dress. So apparently, the sexier you look, the more attention you want. It's like it don't even it don't be that. work like that. Like I'm gonna wear what I want to wear because I feel good in it. And the same thing goes for even with makeup. People say girls or women do makeup for the attention of men, and it's like that's not the case. You do your makeup because you like to do it. At least for me, I do my makeup because it's kind of like. It's kind of like therapy, just sitting there doing your makeup. I'm a fucking artist. I be Picasso. Yeah, like I be trying to do new stuff. Exactly. Like, (laughs) it's not for any kind of man, any kind of person you're interested in. It's for yourself. And even when it comes to your body and women wanting to get plastic surgery, it's for them. It's not for you. It's not for the potential people they're going to meet two, three, five years down the line. Right. And now it's kind of become this thing where. The a black woman's body is a fake the trend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's the trend. It's the trend. Like now you have people going there to get bigger breasts, to get a bigger butt, to really like snatch the curves. And then you see it in like celebrities. You mm-hmm. see it. You basically see it in what it is to be. You know, a woman. Now before it was like you had to be. You know, skinny, <laughs> really skinny. Like the the men didn't want all that. Now it's like oh, you have to have a fat ass. You have mm-hmm. to have big breasts. Um, you can like what you like, but like, we're not for sale. Exactly. We're not a trophy. Like, <laughs> I don't understand that. And I always hated that over-sexualizing of black women. And like you said, how we see it in like celebrities and in the media, yeah. the imitation of black women, which is, that's really the only words that I could use for it. When you think about like the bad side to the plastic surgery trend or the BBL effect, mm-hmm. There are young people who are seeing all of these huge, famous, well-favored people with a 30-inch ass and an 8-inch <laughs> waist. 30-inch ass. Like, <laughs> I know I said, you know, if you want to get your body done, you do it because you want to do it. And and that's fine. No one is ever going to, I mean, at least I, I don't care. Like, it's your body, your choice, do what you want. I'm going to do what I want with my body. But how can we teach these young girls and young guys that yo you don't really have to get plastic surgery you should at least try to love yourself and like be comfortable in your body now understand if it just doesn't happen you're just not comfortable then yeah go the route of plastic surgery but do it the right way do your research yeah don't Don't just go to the doctor you saw um, promoted on instagram cut up shops yeah the cut up shots like no research 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 this is your body and any 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 kind of surgery Death is a side of a side Death effect. Death is an option. Is a risk. It's it's possible, and obviously, no one wants to die on the table. But you want to be able to trust your doctor. Yeah. So 
research if that's something you're interested in research 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 there are many videos on youtube even with my breast reduction i was watching breast reduction vlogs breast reduction videos how to do a breast reduction two years after my breast reduction 10 years after my breast reduction just to get all the information I needed to know. So I'm like, okay, I am comfortable going under the table. I am comfortable going under anesthesia because this was my first surgery. Mm. And I wasn't really nervous before my surgery because I felt like I was well-informed. I trusted my doctor. And it was like, I knew that this is something I wanted. And when I woke up, I was going to be so happy. I was going to be so happy. And I was. Even I was in pain. I looked down. I'm like, they're flat. Right. They're flat. But you know, but the thing is, it's not all cosmetic surgeries that like you know are bad. Like honestly, a BBL it has its cons because it could hurt you medically as well. Like mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere and it was like two out of one to two out of six thousand die from getting a BBL, and they were like that's a high number. I was like I never thought one or two could will be considered a high number, mm-hmm. but clearly it's one of the most risk plastic surgeries that they have. And the only thing I don't like about it is that I feel like now it's kind of being pressured on all women to kind of have this look. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Or even if they they expect women to have that look, like let's say you you see a black woman and it's like, oh, she's not curvy. Why is she shaped like that? That's where you don't, you're not thinking about surgery. Like what? Why would you yeah. think something like that? Why would you say something like that? Like, come on. I was even like, um, I was listening to um, somebody on the radio. I don't remember who be saying this shit. But even somebody, they were like talking about their experience of like going to the strip clubs. And they're like, every girl got a BBL. And like, what happened to- the culture. What happened to the different, you know, choices, the Mm -hmm. different options. And it's like, I really don't know where like this trend really stemmed from. A lot of people said it's from like- um, what do I was reading? I don't remember where I was reading it from, but like honestly, you know, celebrity culture that that's where the BBL trend really or, originated, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, we some we we're trying to look like them. Is that what it is? Yeah, you're trying to look like what you see because if that's what you're seeing is getting, <clears throat> they're getting views, which is leading them to getting brand deals and partnerships, which is leading them to getting more money, which is leading them to move out of their home, move into their dream home, get their dream car. If what it takes is getting my ass bigger to get me all that stuff, am I really willing to do that? And think about it like this. What if I'm already not happy about the way my body looks? What if I would like to have, you know, a little plump back there, a little right here? Like, and to think I if I did that, surgery, that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I mean, if that's it's just the way, like, do, it's the way society makes other people that don't want to do it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's really what it is. Like, honestly, to each his own, you can all do what you want, but it's when society makes it feel like, okay, you're not good enough because you don't got that. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And they try to make you feel bad for either wanting to get the surgery or for not getting the surgery. Why don't you get it? Don't you see your peers like your Yo, people get it? Yo, they're crazy. You like- can't make this world happy at all. It's either <laughs> you get it and they, they fucking talk about you mm-hmm. or you don't get it and they and still, still talk about, about you. you. Like You really cannot satisfy anybody in this world. That's why you really cannot let people's opinions, emotions, like all their negative comments, you really can't let it get to you because at the end of the day, you cannot satisfy everybody. If you try to satisfy everybody, you're going to be stressing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's your life. Like, do you? At the end of the day, who's paying your bills? Whose name is on that credit card bill statement? I don't think it's theirs. It's yours. Exactly. So if you ain't paying for it, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? You're not paying for it. Shut the fuck up. 
Right. Like I'm over it. It just it be making it it be making it really intense. And what it does, it puts women against each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that either. Like <clears throat> you, you are beautiful as you are. Because you are who you are. But to really be going against the next girl or feeling like the next person is, you're better than the next person because they don't look a certain way, it's foul. Like, God said, love your neighbor, love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And nobody care about what they look like. And even when we talk about, like, pretty privilege and stuff, the girls that have the BBLs and the slinch waist and the little perky or big titties, for people who want to be like bottle girls or work in the night scene, they don't want the flatties. They don't want the night. They don't really don't no, want. You better have a big the, ass. The big ass, the big tits, all of that. That's what they want. They do. I feel like everybody gets pretty privileged. Like I know a lot of people feel like feel like oh it's just like the fair skin, light skin women that are pretty pretty privileged. But honestly, if you put yourself in certain environments, you're gonna see it. But for the majority, it it, it tends to be. <clears throat> Majority of the time, it tends to be people with fairer skin who get the better end of the stick. Have you ever considered being, like, you know, getting fairer skin? No, I have not. No? I have not. Really? Not even when you was younger? No. I I, I didn't think about, like, dark skin, light skin, white, black. I mean, I knew I was aware of it, but I never thought, oh, I wish I was, light. I wish I was lighter, this, that, and the third. Maybe my dark spots, yeah, I wish those would be lighter, but as for my overall skin tone... No. And it's funny that you say that because my mom, she's very fair. <laughs> very fair. Very fair. My mom is very fair. And then there would be people who would come up to me, let's say we're at like an event or something with the family. Oh, make sure when you get big, when you get older, you want to look like your mom, you know. You have to be fine, girl, just like your mom. What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? I'm fine as I am. My mother's fine as she is. That don't mean I got to be like her, look like her. I can't look like her. Like, this don't match my mother. (laughs) It don't match my mother. So it don't make sense. And then even when we see, like, I wanted to bring up one specific person, um, Bob Risky. Uh, Ah, let Bob Risky hear that we're talking about him. (laughs) Her. Her, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yo, I be trying to correct myself. I be always getting it wrong. I don't know how I be forgetting, though. Mm -hmm. Sorry about her. common. But no, I just do that by mistake. Bob the Risky. The reason why I wanted to speak about her is because we all know that homophobia is is present in Nigeria. Very, very present in Nigeria. Um, and there was like a conversation as to whether or not Bob Risky would be more or less accepted if she didn't bleach her skin. Mm-hmm. If you look at the older pictures of Bob Risky, she was dark, very dark. Well, not very dark, but no, definitely dark. darker than what she is now. Yeah. Um. And now she's a celebrity, and it's it's not funny, not crazy. I don't really know the word to use, but when you think about it, homophobia is present in Nigeria, but Bob Risky is very well accepted, very well favored, very well. She got money, mm-hmm. and she be living life, enjoyments all day, every day. That's that's the girl, the party girl. Yeah. She gets what she want whenever she want and she don't care. And it's like... She's hilarious. Very hilarious. And she's popular. She's favored even in Nigeria overseas. Well, I don't know much about in Nigeria, but she does have a large fan base in Nigeria, in America, all over the all over the world. And it's just like, it's just something to think about. Like you would think that they wouldn't have been more accepting of her, but are they more accepting of her because her skin is fairer? It could be because honestly, that's... 
that's really what it's like. Like, um, a lot of people say that lighter skin and the straight hair has always been favored, mm -hmm. you know, in aspects of life. Like, it helps with career advancement. And it's just a whole nother different beauty standard. So now you talk about Bob Risky. Like, honestly, I, I really think she wouldn't. I, I, It's my opinion, but I don't think she would have been successful if she wasn't bleaching her skin. Mm -hmm. Like, it was... It was being that, like in Nigeria, being lighter for some reason is the best thing that It's the ever best happen. thing, you, literally, mm -hmm. it's the best thing that can happen to you. Like, you would find yourself sitting at a table with very high people because of just your complexion. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and it's kind of crazy because, um, like, I don't have any, like, earlier, like, I do, but. I had like a recent experience, right? And um, somebody had said to to like a little boy that, to the mom that, oh, he likes that girl. And the mom was like, oh, he can't, he can't like her. She's too dark. She needs to be light like me. <clears throat> and I kind of was like offended because this is somebody that I'm around. I'm like, okay, so you're you don't want your son to be attracted to people that look like me? Like, what's that supposed to mean? That's kind of offensive. And we're talking about a baby that just started walking. Like, and it's crazy, like you're already putting that on there. And it, it's offensive. Mm -hmm. Very offensive. It's offensive. You can like what you, you know, you can like what you like, you can have your preference. But to really sit there and be like, no, my son can't have someone that dark. They have to be yellow. You know, Nigerians, they don't say light skin, they say yellow. Like, they need to be yellow like me. It's offensive. Mm -hmm. It's very offensive. And, and although you don't mean to offend, you have to realize that you're saying that, oh, dark skin is not up to your son's standard. Mm -hmm. You're saying the way that I am, the way that I come, it's not, it's not right. It's not good enough. And it's like, you, you liked me before you found out your son was interested in me because you didn't have a problem with me. Mm. You welcomed me. We had conversations or whatever the case might have been. But now that you know that your, your son is interested in me, it's like, oh, no. That can't happen. She's not the right one for you. And it's like, what does skin really, what is, whether I'm dark or whether I'm lighter, what does that have to do? That doesn't explain who I am as a person, like my thoughts, the way I think, the way I critically think, the way I actually move in this world. Yeah, no, it does not. But honestly, to society, it does. Because if you think about it, the, a white woman has always been considered the or European women, whatever they want to call it, has always been the standard. The beauty standard. Mm -hmm. Like, and... Blonde hair, blue eyes. And I was like, when I was doing some research, like, I saw that it was, um, there was, like, a lot of arguments saying that skin bleaching is a result of colonialism. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, with the end of colonialism, they, a lot of women apparently thought that, or let's not just say women, let's just say everybody, they all thought that, you know, the lighter you are, the better it is to get a career advancement. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of also makes sense because there's also the stories about it was the lighter, lighter skin ones that was the house slaves versus the dark ones were always outside. You know what I mean? Yes, that is true. They so, would let the fairer skin slaves stay in the house. Maybe they'll be cooking or cleaning or whatever. And then the darker skin folks would be outside 
picking cotton, doing whatever it is outside. Right. So it was like that. It's always been there. So that's why there's the argument of skin bleaching starting at because of colonialism. Mm. But then, like as I kept like digging further, I seen that skin bleaching has been around since like 200 BCE. But it was mostly like predominant in like the European, Asian area of wherever that was in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it kind of is baffling because it's like, okay, I understand it's been here for such a long time, but I don't know why people do it because it's harmful to skin bleach because, okay, it's the science part of it, like evolution had, the evolution, right? Or mutation, whatever. It's the darker, your melanin is to protect your skin mm-hmm. from the sun. So the darker you are, you're just, your skin is protecting you. And then you have, the lighter you are, the more um, at risk you are to getting like sunburns or skin cancer. That's true. So it's like, okay, I understand like you guys and like you, let me you guys. I know that in Nigeria that, you know, you're doing skin bleaching and stuff, but you're really harming yourself. Like Af- Nigeria is one of the hottest places, mm-hmm. you know? So you over here that, um, uh, you're over here just hurting yourself, or let's not say hurting yourself. You're what was, damaging your skin. I want to say damaging either, well, because they don't see it as that. You're altering, altering your skin's conditions for beauty standards when your skin is doing exactly what it needs to do pr- to protect you. And then it goes the same thing for like people that tan. Like you're for- when you're tanning, you're forcing your skin to build melanin, but you're also harming yourself because it's unnatural. It's unnatural to always to be like purposely tanning Mm -hmm. because you're making your skin work harder than it actually needs to. So then you get older and now you see like, you know, people, the older, um, the old, like my older clients, you, they have like the dark spots on their yeah, hands. you'll see it on like their knuckles, on their elbows. Exactly, and it was is a result of um, tanning. But then for the for the darker skin tones, when it comes to the sun and stuff and bleaching, you see like a lot of hyperpigmentation. Yeah, that's what I meant on the knuckles and the hyper. You see the hyperpigmentation on like their knuckles over yeah. here because naturally it's already dark hair. So even when you bleach it, it's still gonna be darker. Right. Than the rest of your skin. So you'll see, and that's like a tell sign, okay, you have been bleaching your skin. Yeah, that shit. Oh, Jamaicans be showing it, man. <laughs> and even when like women or people in general start bleaching their skin, especially in Nigeria, from a young age, they're being told the fairest skin is the beauty standard. That's what looks better. If you're fair skin and you can find a husband faster, you can get married faster, you can have your children faster. Should I be offended? No, you shouldn't be offended I'm because not. that's that's not the mentality. We didn't grow up with that kind of Nigerian mentality. But there are people who grew up with that. And it's like, well, they're not thinking about the side effects, the harmful things that can happen to them if they continue bleaching their skin. They're doing it because they're being told they will be more beautiful if they are fair. So they're doing it, hoping and with the hopes that they can get further in life and do better for themselves. Well, God help us all. Because I don't understand it. I really don't. And it's even crazier because um, the World Health Organization, 
um, WHO, literally, uh, well, I don't know why I did this. They said 70, 77% of women in Nigeria use skin lightening products. Mm-hmm. That's Nigeria a fucking is huge number. the largest consumer of it skin is. bleaching products and all of that stuff. Um, and honestly, it is sad to hear that because you want to believe that people will love themselves and love themselves and their skin. But the sad truth is that some people just, they just don't. And they do whatever they whatever it is that they can to make themselves feel better. And if skin bleaching is the route that they go, that's the route that they go. The only thing you could hope is that they're researching information to see, okay, if this is really bad for me, I need to stop like now. But people, some people just don't think like that. They're doing it because they're, they've been told that's the right thing to do. They see their aunties and their moms, their sisters and uncles. They see them all doing the skin bleaching. Some of them don't even know that they're using skin bleaching products because their parents are giving them the stuff to use. I'm not going to lie. I feel like someone stuck some shit into my stuff before. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome my girl, Alizé on the scene. Hello, hello. My favorite Guyanese. Right? Yes. My girl all the way from came all the way from PA, but don't get don't get it fooled. She's from New York. Okay. And my sis is gonna jump in on the topic about skin bleaching. Yeah. Like we're here to talk about it. How you feel about skin bleaching? I don't think that anyone should have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um I was looking onto the Michael Jackson thing when everyone thought that he was just skin bleaching to make himself lighter. Right. Allegedly. He did have a skin condition. Right. So he would hide it with a lot of makeup. So instead of hiding it with makeup, he would sweat on stage and stuff like that. So he said that he just started skin bleaching. Mm. But I'm I'm not for it because when I was even young, like, I have a lot of family members who have a lot of products that <laughs> skin bleach. <laughs> See? And like what I said before, yeah. kids won't even know. Their parents will be getting yep. them. Yes. The skin bleaching right. products. And... and it's like they're hiding. What are you hiding though? Like, why do you right. feel that your skin is not perfect? Everyone is told you're well. Not everyone, but it's being put onto people that the fairer you are, the lighter you are, the better your life would be. The prettier you're, you're going to be considered in the eyes of society. That's true. Fuck society. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I think that we shouldn't. I feel like to anybody. I don't care how dark you are, how light you are. I don't feel like we should even be worried about what other people think about like your skin. Right. Like, or your, it's not or that important. Or who you are. Yeah, it's right. not that important. They'd be worried about everything but themselves. Exactly. You ever see those people? They they got some those <laughs> people, they're not your mother, they're not your father. It'd be the auntie, uncles, the ones that you actually not related to. Yeah. And they want to come and give your parents parents and advice about you. Right. Everyone has an opinion. It's like your opinion is not welcomed. It's not needed. It's never it's been not. necessary. Right. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Right. Ain't nobody asked for your quota. Keep it. Right. Yes. But it is pushed a lot. And um, I feel like a lot of, I guess, black people, but also it's also like really in the Caribbean, like Jamaica, for example, they're big on it. They're very big on it. Like if you don't do it, it's kind of like you're an outcast. Like if you don't bleach your skin down there, you're like an outcast. There's videos and videos and videos of how people, they're like, basically you have to like skin bleach. You have to skin bleach in a lot of the so Caribbean cultures. Right. And the thing is, they skin, they be doing the bleaching and it don't even look nice. It don't look nice. It don't. It'd have been different. Like, like you could actually be I'm one whole color and you black. look nice. But no, like you literally, you got the darkest knuckles. Yeah, right. You <laughs> the darkest elbows. Mm-hmm. And right. then you got the widest arm. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I, I was in London and I was very shocked when I saw like this person and their skin. Cause the last time I saw them, they were like your complexion, mm -hmm. perfectly brown, just perfectly right. brown. And then I saw them, I'm like, they're like yellow and white. And right. I'm like, you look like you, you like touching vitiligo, exactly. like come on now. But you're doing, they're doing it purposely and it's not fair. It's not. Plus I feel like it's a lot to do with their inner insecurities and stuff oh, most like that. Definitely. Um, and what they've been told as a kid and stuff like that. Because I've been told I was too dark I and think stay out the all, sun. Yep. Because you're going to get too dark. And I'm like, I don't give too... I don't care Who cares about if that. I'm darker, like... Right. I don't think it's... um. I think dark is sexy. It is. <laughs> I think it's so sexy. First Didn't of all, the darkest dark skin be having... The darkest <laughs> complexion be having the smoothest skin. That is They true. look like butter. Like, I mean, I be wishing I was 20 times darker because mm -hmm. of how smooth they look. Right. Like they and they look clean, evenly toned, very beautiful, evenly toned. Like hyperpigmentation doesn't look like a thing for are. them. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's crazy how like you know back then it was never favored. Like you better not be that dark. Exactly. Even we're. I don't even think we're that dark. We're and, not. We're not. And we get. I know we've all had those experiences. I, yeah. You're too dark. Really? Yeah. Like. Oh, what's the one? Oh, um, they they can't find you in the dark type shit. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like even in school, <laughs> like I used to get bullied because I was considered too dark, and it would be so. I I need. I don't care. Nothing really can phase me. Right. I've been through a lot. I've heard a lot before coming into school. Mm -hmm. So all that bullying shit didn't really matter to me. But they're like, oh yeah, you're too dark. If we turn off the lights, we can't find you. And I'm like. Okay, like, what is that? How is that helping you? Right. What is that? Like, do for what you? exactly does it? Nothing. Like, what is it doing for you to tell someone that it's their just, skin tone is not appropriate? Right. How does how people. I look yeah. affect? Right. Me? Why does it matter it, to you? Exactly. It's so. just people wanting to voice their opinions and project what they believe onto other people, and it's like you can believe what you want if you really do you can believe have your preference. Mm -hmm. If you really do believe that darker skin is not beautiful. That's all you. Kudos to you. But don't try and push your beliefs onto other people, exactly. onto other groups of people. Because you might feel one way about yourself, but the next person is loves their skin, loves how dark they are, and they embrace it to the fullest. That's true. I'll be looking like a chocolate drop. <laughs> right? And they don't want to admit it that they actually fantasize about us. They do not. It's I mean, you ever see, like, the... Like, I know they show it a lot on, like, TV. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure... I know I've experienced it where it would be like the typical white man with the typical white woman, yeah. but then he come up in the club and he want the darkest one in there. Yeah. They want to play out their fantasy. Exactly. And They're sick. And But like it's hidden though. It's very it's hidden. It's not going to be straightforward because then his other Caucasian or lighter friend might say, oh, like you're, you're kind of weird because you like dark skin. Mm-hmm. People, women, men, vice versa. Even women do it. They do. So some people are even selective of who they sit next to. Exactly, which is so weird. It is. Like, weird. Do you think I'm gonna? My skin is gonna magically transport onto yours? Right. Like, oh my god! I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> like that actually just triggered like a memory of like somebody basically telling me like be, me being next to them is gonna stain them. That shit is sickening. Oh yeah, you guys are saying that. It kind of reminds me of when. Some people in a lot of different cultures think just because you're darker, you're dirty. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, they do. Like you don't take showers. Like, like you don't scrub. Yeah, you don't scrub well enough. If yeah. anything, we scrub our whole body head to toe. Some people don't even wash their feet. They just let I the know. water run down. How, no, be you like, better get to the bottom and scrub. We gotta make sure and everything. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, there's just I don't know. I just think that. People don't, half of the time, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They just repeat what they hear. Exactly. And think, okay, I've heard so mm-hmm. many people say it. It must be right, so I'm going to say True. it. And if anything is, they they will hear you talking, you're talking very confidently about what you know, and they want to tell you you don't know what you're, you're talking wrong. about. Why are you saying that? Look at this fool saying all this wrong stuff. Like, like no. I mean, like, we could disagree to, we could agree to disagree, but, like, don't come and insult me. Right. Like, you, you can have whatever you like. I know, And that's one thing, too. I never, under, um when it came to men and they're dating when they would be like oh they can't date dark-skinned women because and then they would throw insults in after that like oh they look disgusting they don't know how to carry themselves and after they also put a behavior to it like mm-hmm. we're Loud. more Loud, we aggressive aggressive. <laughs> aggressive is a good uh, one what else? but <sighs> Preference is okay. You don't have to. You can have a preference while insulting the next person. You don't have to disrespect and insult other people that don't fit in your preference. Exactly. Like Say what not... you like and keep it moving. Exactly. I don't understand. We be so nice to these men. I'm like particularly just targeting men because they say they shit about us, but we don't go around saying like, oh, his dick's small. No. We don't because we know that fuck with your pride. Exactly. And if anything, a girl doesn't really want to tell another female that they was messing with a guy who had a small dick right so we be nice to you guys. <laughs> like we honestly be nice like nice. i'm not gonna be like oh yeah like he was doing and but then he had a small like no no more no guys. i don't want to go time to get ruthless right okay. right no, seriously because <laughs> our our skin as women is our biggest pride you know that uh-huh. new that album megan just dropped yeah i love that fucking album. Scary. not nice not nice Scary too, too. Mm-hmm. we're not nice no more we're not I like her new album. Yes. Yomi, you 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 listen to the album because I know you like music. You fuck with it. That album go hard. It does. And like I I was listening to an interview and she literally like you know she said it like she used that album was like her personal journal. And I'm like honestly I thought when she was rapping I thought it was me talking. Word, mm-hmm. I, I heard everything yes. she was saying. I was like yes mm-hmm. yes yes. <laughs> We could love us some Megan because she really said it. After that, one thing too, I don't know if anybody remembers, Spice had dropped a song too in regards to skin complexions. Yes. I don't remember how it goes. I don't remember how it goes either, but a lot of people thought she actually did just because she posted a picture on Instagram. Right. And the whole time she was basically saying like, no, don't yeah, do she's it. Yeah, proving a point. Right. To see their reactions, you know? Oh, yeah. You, she like, got the reaction. You have to test people sometimes to see their true reaction, to see their real self. And I think she did an amazing job. That The video was beautiful, yes. too. Like, And after I felt like it was a song. It was a, a song like that I would have never thought she would have made. Right. Me you know neither. what I mean? Me neither. Because of what we typically know her to do. But that one, that, that one really hit hard. And I actually, even that, when I think about it, too, then you have Beyonce with the brown skin girl. So it's like... It's like celebrities oh, and their music. What happened? I'm just saying, Beyonce. She oh, did her I, thing. I, I, I saw it. I was like, yeah. What? Beyonce is lit. Right. She did that thing with just basically saying, like, you, you're you beautiful. You're beautiful as you are. Mm-hmm. And I love, love that. And I love that. Like, I'm happy that they're adding, they're putting songs like that out exactly. in this industry. Right. Because before, like, 
just imagine even then what the typical R&B or rap female looked like. Mm -hmm. I mean, they was never really thick. And if they were thick, you know, they were considered very masculine. Like right. um, Queen Latifah, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, stop playing my good sis. Like, uh -huh. she is still a beautiful black still woman. Beautiful. She just did not fit your beauty standards at exactly. that time. Exactly. And now we have some flavors and some BBLs. But, uh, you know. Beauty comes in different shades, yeah. different varieties, exactly. different everything. Like we say, go for what you like. Don't even worry about what you don't like. Right. That's when it causes problems. Mm -hmm. That's when you you become angry. It's like, why are you focusing some, on something that you don't like, and you're bashing something that you don't like? Go bash something that you do like. Right. Like it just it just makes it better for everybody. I right. Feel. You know what? You're right. I I do think so. No, I think it. I think it's true because people would be in relationships, and it would. I feel like it starts to get toxic mm -hmm. because people oh only God. focus on what they, what they don't, don't like right. instead of trying to remember oh this is what I like about that person exactly I have an example so I've been re-watching all the episodes of P-Valley with Taya because she's never seen the show uh -huh. and you know Mississippi and her husband Derek yeah he white and right he's okay. white and the scene in season one where he called Diamond a gutter nigga oh and it's like how can you say something like that you're married to a black woman you have two children that are black and you felt comfortable enough to say something like that? Like, what? Yeah, first of all, you just reminded me too. There, what's the show that you be watching about Housewives? Real Housewives? Yeah, of what? Atlanta, Potomac. Oh my God. Maybe, I think it was Potomac. I don't know which one it was. But the dark-skinned girl, the, so the light-skinned girl, right? Potomac, the reunion you know, with Nicki Minaj. Oh, I remember. Yes. So the light-skinned girl, right? The light-skinned girl has a white husband, right? Okay. And the Darcy girl basically at some point had insulted her by saying, you need to go back to your master. I'm like, that bitch. Mm. Because then as soon as the light-skinned girl says something about her dry hair, the girl want to be start screaming colorism. Yeah. You insulted her. You called her a slave. You know why I feel like she insulted her? Even though I wasn't there, it's always within the person who is bringing the assault out. She's probably mad that the woman is black and got a fine, most likely wealthy white man. Oh She's gosh. probably, it's probably eating her up inside that. It's not her. It's not her. It's a him. No, that it's not, like not her. It's not her man. Okay. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that everyone makes like assumptions and stuff. I don't know. She just probably thinks that she shouldn't be on that type of level. She shouldn't have a white man in her corner because she's black. Am I tripping? But is, it, is she dating a white man? The dark-skinned girl? Is she? I think... I don't know. I don't really don't know what he is. Okay. I, 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 don't, know. I, I don't remember either. But like he that looked, comment he's really... skin, yeah, but I don't know. But that comment really got me. Yeah. Even the comment with the dry That's hair. Crazy. And it's like, they're both black. Mm -hmm. She's just fairer skin and the other one is darker skin. And she made the comment about, oh, your dry hair. So she was like, what are you talking about? We're, we're, only, we're both black. We both got the same dry hair. Right. What are you talking but about? But the dark skin girl was like, oh, but you said that because I'm dark. Mm. And it's like, okay, like colorism is such an iffy topic to have with certain people because colorism is seen as the lighter complexion to be more Superior. accepted. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what colorism is. It's not the other way around. Right. So it's like dark-skinned women can't be colorists. Light-skinned women could be colorists. 
you know what I mean? Like, that's how it's, the way it was defined, that's how I was right. getting it. Me but I'm too. like, but I'm like, no, because I feel like sometimes dark-skinned women use that to play victim. Exactly. After you just comment, insulted somebody. Exactly, and that was the comment she did on the reunion, oh. bringing up the fact that she's lighter. And it's like, that insulted her. And yeah. she has a problem. Her mouth is her biggest weapon. I know. So she literally says whatever she can to bring you down. Mm. I wish I remember her name. her hands on you. At least that's how I feel about her. Gotcha. It's crazy. Uh, but with the whole colorism stuff, I mean... That's a deep topic. It's it is a deep. deep topic. It's long. It gives me a headache. <laughs> it really does. But you are right, though. It's not... When I thought of colorism, I only thought of it the one way, where it's just, just like lighter complexions are praised, top right. tier. But in general, no. When you, It's like you said, it's deep. There's sections so many layers. It. Mm -hmm. It's deeper than that because it, it's, you, it literally could be used to win an argument or it could be used to play victim in an exactly. argument. Because then it comes with the whole racism kind of topic and it's like, oh, well, can a black person really be racist? No, can you be racist within your own community? Right, from like, oh, yeah. But I guess, I guess what it's... They use prejudice or colorist in your own community. Because mm -hmm. when you look up the definition of colorism, they would say it's within the ethnic group. Mm. And it's like, when I was doing the research, it was like, okay, colorism kind of came in a result of skin bleaching or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, kind of makes sense now right. because if, you, if colorism means that the lighter... Um, skin tone is highly favored. It, it's, it's it makes sense why skin bleaching started to go up right. because then you want it, you're doing it to be highly favored. Mm -hmm. Honestly, they're gonna be tight when I become dark and beautiful. And well, even, be dark and beautiful and be in high places. And even with when we had talked briefly about like you know with the slaves, how the fairest skin would be in the house and the darker skin would be outside. Mm -hmm. There were. Um, there are people who are white passing, black people who are white passing, and their lives were considered a bit easier. And I would assume, yeah. I would assume that the darker skinned people would see how easier their life were. They might think, okay, I'm gonna bleach my skin so I can have a little bit of an easier life. But the crazy thing is, I feel like if you talk to someone that is white passing, they will tell you they also have had struggles. Yeah. Because then they have, because they're white passing, and other people know that they're, you know, actually black. Now they're, they have, they're going against. Um, White people or Caucasians, because now they're deemed, even though they're white passing, they're deemed um, lower than them. Right. So at the end of the day, it's really no win-win situation. Exactly. Yeah, like it never is. They may they may be considered the higher ones in an argument between me and them, but in the next community, they're considered the lower ones. So they all do have their struggles. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like I always hated when people do that. Like oh, they have it easier because they're light skin. No, don't say that. You do not walk in their shoes. Exactly. You don't know what they go through. Right. Nobody was knowing when they was like you know the lighter complexions. They probably had it. Probably worse. You never know. Like you really said. know because it's different. You weren't I, there. I wasn't know. there. Who, who, who's to say that because they were lighter and they de were deemed more attractable, who's to say like they wasn't targeted for sexual assault more? Exactly. That is true. Exactly. Like who's to say that? Like honestly, it's such a big argument and I've seen it tear people apart when with complexions. Mm -hmm. and, and then I also seen it pray like every dark skin got a light skin best friend. Right? <laughs> Right. I remember that fucking comment. But I never did, though. Because <laughs> maybe that's not... It's not. It's not about color. It really isn't. It's not. It's no. like, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. People make right. it about color, but they sometimes do. it's not. It really isn't. It's about the person and who they are as a person. Oh, yeah. So, why chill? Which means come eat in Yoruba. <clears throat> and Damla is going to be talking about pepper soup today. Mm. Yeah. So, pepper soup, it's... 
think of chicken noodle soup without the noodles in it, without all the noodles and the vegetables and all of that stuff. Okay. With pepper soup, it's kind of like a broth, and most people like to add either beef or seafood. So the way you make it is you boil water, you add whatever seasoning you desire. Most people just use, um, like, I know I saw ginger and, like, just really strong spices, you know, to make it spicy and flavorful. You let that boil, and if you want meat, you can add kidney, you can add goat meat, you can add chicken, I like cow foot, shaki, which is known as um, tripe, honeycomb tripe. Yeah. I think that's the intestines, that, right? No. I don't know, but I just know it's called tripe. Something. Yeah, tripe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So if you're like more on the beef protein kind of side, those are the options that most people like to add. But if you're more into seafood, you could add tilapia, catfish. I've seen it with catfish. catfish croca. That would probably taste amazing. Shrimp. I would assume shrimp would be pretty nice to put in there. Um, and even um, dried fish. Mm. Oh, I really you like use the that to make oh, yes. the meal. And it's a pretty easy meal to make. Like you boil water, you add seasoning. You add your protein or your fish. What kind of seasons do they add again? Because I know like they, it has a different type of spice to it. Everyone adds different things. So there is no like way to make it. People have their own recipes. People like to freestyle it and add whatever they want. But one of the most ingredients I saw the most was ginger. Hey. Ooh, what is alligator pepper? That is interesting. So alligator pepper is a, I wonder how that tastes. Like alligators? It's not going to say something like damn the alligator. People eat alligators. I would try it. I would not. I'm okay. So is this like pepper soup spicy? Yes. Yeah, it's spicy. Very spicy. Okay. And it's a watery kind of soup. So there's stew. We call it soup, but most people call it stew, like mm-hmm. the red stew. Yes. And then there's pepper soup, which is more which like is actually, watery. Gotcha. Yeah, which is like mm-hmm. the actual stew. soup soup. It's like right. act like chicken noodle soup without the noodles. Gotcha. Literally watery. And then the stew, which we call soup as well. It's more pepper-based. Mm. Like Peppers, tomatoes, tomatoes yeah. onions, onions, all right. of that stuff. You blend it and you make it. But with the pepper soup, water seasoning, it's a hot and spicy broth. Mm-hmm. Very hot and spicy. a little African flavor in it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend consuming it in the winter. Okay, so I'm not really a spicy person. Yeah, you probably won't like it then. I won't like it. Because it is spicy. Okay. And but like, I'm trying spicy. to get used to different things. I have a very... Different palate than a lot of people, but uh. <laughs> different. What do, you, what do you like to eat them? I love food, but I just don't like spicy stuff. So yeah. it just burns my mouth. It's not even satisfied, and I love food. So if I'm not enjoying my food, I know it's not for me. I'm a spice fanatic. I wish I was. I really do. You could probably like work your way up. Like I, just, yeah. Like just start to. eating like <laughs> yeah, mildly spicy. Mm-hmm. Like build it up because there's uh, there's a level of spicy I just can't touch either. But that's typically what it looks like. Um, it looks good. It, it looks. It's so good. It looks good. It's like it's so much flavor in just in just one little soup, one little spoon. Um, I really Even like it for like, for sorry. the winter. Even when you're like sick or you're going. Mm-hmm. Through that's when they really recommend it. The pepper, the hotness right. will just clear all the congestion. It will clear it out. Right. You know what's crazy? I can only eat pepper soup, but like when it comes to like those other soups, like that, that's like in the American Caribbean culture. Yeah. I can't consume it. Like, like I like an example. Yeah. Like what type of soup? I don't know what they call it, but I know like uh, I know American culture. Yeah, literally, you can literally go to a restaurant and order soup. But see, I don't like to order soup in American chain restaurants because that's not soup to me. So why it's is it bland soup? to me? Oh, there's it no doesn't, flavor. No flavor. It's no flavor. It's just like 
I guess it's the ingredients, but there's no love to the food. Mm. So I don't only really opt for soup. Like there's if I'm gonna make soup, any, I'm gonna make soup from make home. It yourself. Mm-hmm. Hmm? About um, I never really seen it with protein either. Like our pepper soup is predominantly protein, not really any vegetables in yeah. it. Versus, I know I like when I go to um, the hibachi's the miso soup. Is it? Called? I think that's what it's called. It's like a mushroom kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Miso, I like that shit, but there's no meat in it. <laughs> like, I'm not eating it. Like, I won't consume it, like, every day. It's, like, it's not like I wake up and be like, oh, I want that. But, like, I, it's really a whole meal. But I don't see how, the, like, the American right. way or I get it. how other countries do it. It's really simple, plain and yeah. simple for me. Mm-hmm. Do you normally eat pepper soup or drink pepper soup, I should say? Yeah, I will. No, yeah. do you normally do it? Yeah. I don't. Not in the summer, though. I don't really. I avoid it in the summer. Really? Yeah, imagine like it's that kind of meal where when you eat it, you feel the heat on the inside, okay. and then, then you start to like. Yeah. So imagine the heat on the inside, then heat outside. Out. Yeah, like you're gonna be sweating. I'm not doing that to myself. Got you, got you, got you. Like I rather eat it in the winter. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing that because it doesn't taste nice warm. It, it piping hot. At least it tastes better hot. Got you. Okay. Yeah, like I wouldn't enjoy it warm. It's disgusting no. warm. I think, yeah, soup warm is gross. Right. <laughs> but that's um, the food of the day. Food of the week. Awesome. Food of the week, pepper soup. And we can bring it to a close. So we are all set. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here at the Fame Podcast. Thank you for coming in, Alizé. Having me. We would love to have you again. Yes. Um, But you guys can follow me on Instagram and... Any social media platform you could think of, possibly. I'm at it's underscore mukri. And anything regarding hair or nails, um, you can follow me at by underscore mukri. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatqueenbeck. And you can follow my beauty portfolio page on Instagram at touchbybex. And for our beautiful guests, can <laughs> please, you please tell them where they can find you. Everyone know where they can oh, find you. All okay. that good information. So I'm Alexis Alize, as you know, from this beautiful queen over here i don't really have an official social media base because i am a hermit and i hide from people she is not lying (laughs) i'm like you won't you won't find me but probably not i'm definitely like starting to do this stuff because i actually want to do it i feel like the entertainment field is where i should be oh most definitely Um, you are very entertaining i can tell you that thank you (laughs) um so i i'm gonna you know do my thing but I'll definitely like you know have you put it in the description or something when I figure that out. <laughs> I'll be happy to. Yes, reading is fundamental. All the information will be in the description box. Yes. Please. If you haven't already, you can follow us at the Fang Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And thank you for tuning in with us. <laughs> <laughs>